Hello, this is the Not Sisters podcast. I'm Emily, the mom. And I'm Taylor, the daughter. And welcome to our 29th 29th episode. (laughs) Uh, We are going to talk about, and when you told me this was going to be our theme, I immediately got anxiety. Me too. So this was going to be our theme last week, but we had too much anxiety to talk about anxiety. <laughs> so this week we're we're giving it another go. We're going to give it another go talking about anxiety. And hopefully it'll be helpful for and it y'all. Won't give you anxiety talking about it. And I don't know why. Why why did I immediately get like that clench in my stomach when I started thinking about it? And my nose is stuffed up and I feel like I'm talking really funny. Do I sound funny? I don't think so. Okay. It's funny because a lot of people have said they get our voices confused and I haven't really noticed it, but in the last episode, I finished a (laughs) sentence in, or you finished one of my sentences and there was a word in there. I seriously didn't know who said it. (laughs) I think I, that was the same, or maybe it was the time before. And remember I said, we need to reintroduce ourselves and tell people who we are Mm -hmm. because if they're just listening we kind of sound alike yeah and so I must have heard the one prior to that where I was like oh god we we kind of yeah I couldn't even differentiate this (laughs) word I was like did I say that (laughs) (laughs) and I think it's interesting too because when people meet either you or me and they only know one of us they go oh you sound just like Taylor you sound just like your mom or and wouldn't it be, you sound like me? Because yeah. I'm the elder. Yeah, and you taught me how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, um, it's interesting because, I always say that, interesting. It's not really that interesting. I know, I always go, it's funny. <laughs> it's not really that yeah, funny. <laughs> it's not that funny. But I do say, so the word, I'm just going to say it how I say it. The word both, both. it's actually both. So B-O-T-H. Like, we add an L. We add an L to it, right? I never, ever, ever thought about, like, how I say that word. Mm-hmm. It just comes out. And there's another word that I kind of say kitten. like that. Will you say, well, do we both say kitten? Kitten. Kitten. Mm-hmm. Button. Button. <laughs> <laughs> so I say that both. And I dated someone who, first of all, total asshole. So He anyways, was not nice about I it. I know. And he would always be mean when I would say both and it was like well that's just how I say it I don't know is my accent do I I mean people talk differently like oh and I guarantee you you did not get an A in language or English and I know I did and I passed the AP test so go anyways so he always would give me a bad time about saying that (laughs) word so then I would so then I was trying to like change it and say the word both and then he started making fun of me because I would be like both, like I'm from yeah. England or something. But that's both. how I was trying to both. make sure both, both, both. Oh, I say both. Yeah, both. <laughs> you say, <laughs> say both. Yeah. So <laughs> then, um, clearly we broke up. We're we're no longer dating or whatever. But now my, you're self conscious. No, now I don't even think about it. I just say it. Whatever. I went back to my old way of saying it because I'd have to conscientiously say both. When I was, it was just too much for me to think about. Yeah. Well, my husband says both. 
He also says sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> sandwich and both. And I'm like, you are my perfect Matt. husband because we both say both. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Matt says it too. Mm-hmm. And I, I think... Um, it I comes- think Lee says both. Okay. Then maybe he's the weird one. Yeah. That was saying both. Well, today, earlier, I told my boss, <laughs> I was like, well, um, I didn't get nothing about that. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Why did I say <laughs> Did you start laughing in front of him? No, because he didn't, he didn't even. It didn't even face him. No, uh, like I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, or like I was watching. <laughs> I say that sometimes too now. <laughs> you didn't get nothing about it. I was like, I didn't get nothing. <laughs> Clearly, we almost made it to Friday. We're pretty giggly at this point, and I can't even remember. Oh, because we were talking about how we sound alike. Oh, that's right. But today, maybe you can uh, tell the difference between us, because I am now going to try to not speak nasally, but my nose feels stuffed up, so um, I've been kind of stuffed up lately. Yeah. And it's not COVID. Uh-huh. I thought it, every week I'm like, is this <laughs> the week I'm going to get COVID? <laughs> Uh, so it's not that. At least I don't think it is. So uh, I apologize <laughs> in advance. Uh, so we're here today. Yeah, we're here. Our theme is anxiety. Anxiety and the wonderful ways that it brings you joy in your life and how to deal it with it. It can show up at any time. Any time it can show up, it shows its face. It doesn't even need a reason. It can, yeah, you could be totally happy one minute and then all of a sudden it's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the feeling of it, why it's there, and how we deal with it. Again, we're not medical doctors. We're just giving you our personal how we, what it is and how we deal with it. Mm -hmm. But first, before we jump into that fun subject that everybody wants to talk about, what was a good thing that happened to you? Good thing that happened to me, I think this is probably something good that happened to you too, is that my grandma, your mom, brought us apple strudels yesterday after like after lunch while we were working and they were hot and they were so good and I feel like we're going into fall I love fall I love Christmas and it used to make homemade applesauce and it tasted how the homemade applesauce would smell in our house I totally forgot I used to make you guys homemade applesauce Mm -hmm. it was so good you would make us homemade applesauce all the time and you know why I did because we had an apple tree we had that apple tree Mm -hmm. I completely forgot about that apple tree until you just mentioned it right now oh that's like one of my favorite memories of like fall because we'd have so many apples and i would bake like apple cobblers Mm -hmm. or whatever the crumble Mm -hmm. yeah oh my god completely forgot about that yes i that was really fun grandma brought us a hot apple streusel she came to the clinic she made our day she dropped it off I would have talked longer, but it was like 110 degrees outside, and it was too hot to talk. It was weird weather yesterday. I was getting faint. Uh Uh-huh. My Uh, other good thing was that I downloaded a new app called CoStar, and it's an AI-generated horoscope. So you enter the time that you were born, the date that you were born, where you were born, and it creates your birth chart and your big three, and it gives you super powers <laughs> <laughs> feels like it but it gives you super personal horoscopes every day 
I wanted to download it last night, and then by the time you replied back, I was already asleep. Oh. So I need to download it, and I'm excited to check it out. And if anyone's wondering, I'm a double Leo with a Scorpio rising. And so I'm crazy. <laughs> so crazy. So crazy. So crazy, girl. You crazy girl. <laughs> uh, so those were your good things. Yeah, those were my good things. Those are great things. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the Apple Strusel, too. But I also, a uh, good thing, when I was driving to work today, I was driving, we didn't carpool today, and I was driving by my old elementary school, Aww. and the kids are back in school, and they are just so freaking cute. Oh yeah. my god, they're just, their little haircuts, and their braids, and their little outfits, and Oh my god, those kids are so they're so cute that I was looking at them and then I almost like hit the car in front of me because oh they god. stopped quickly. <laughs> like they they started yeah. to go and then they stopped quickly. I was like, Oh my gosh, I used to be one of those cute kids that walked to school um, or to that school. We work by an elementary school and we get to work the same time that all the kids are kind of getting to school. And whenever I see like a little boy or a little girl walking with their grandma or grandpa, it makes me so happy, but also sad. Cause I'm like, Oh, like their grandpa walks slow and they like walk with them across the street. And I'm like, that's such a cute memory for both of them. I know. And they don't see it as that. Like they are just going, uh, going to school and their grandpa walks them mm-hmm. or whatever. But like looking back, they'll be like, Oh, my grandpa would walk me to school every day. Like it's, it's just yes. so cute to see that. I it the memories of walking you and Matt to your elementary school. Remember, we had to go to the back when we went to the back of Maddie, and we'd walk. So we'd park. Yes. Because I didn't want to be in the traffic, so we'd uh-huh. park on the back end, and then I'd walk you onto the school grounds like that. You know, it's a struggle sometimes getting your kids ready in the morning, but those moments they go by so fast. So just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy. Well, not the hard part of it, but, you know, getting <laughs> once you're there and you get yeah. your kid there and they're holding your hand and they're all cute and yeah. small. And, yeah, that made me happy seeing the little kids getting ready to school. And I am, we're going camping. We're going to go camping in our trailer. And we're going out kind of towards the coast. So my husband's bringing our trailer out probably right now and then I'm gonna leave and go straight there after work and then I'm gonna come back into work tomorrow so I'm, my commute's gonna be a little longer but I'm just excited to be out where there's no service people can't get a hold of me <laughs> I can't have my wi-fi and just kind of enjoy I have my book um, I'm just gonna relax and have a good time and it's my husband's birthday this weekend and it's Brookie's birthday so happy birthday to the Leos we love your energy. We yeah. love you. Leo and, season's almost over. Mm-hmm. And then we're <laughs> going into the fun Virgo season. Fun, those, those outgoing, flexible Virgos. <laughs> <laughs> Who just, you know, whatever, wherever the wind blows, yeah. they'll just go They're with just it. They're just so carefree. I don't know how they... <laughs> Not. <laughs> oh, there's something I was going to say, but now I can't remember about going camping. I wish I was going with you guys. I know. You could always come out, but I know you're busy, so you've been missing the last few camping trips. I know I have been. I've been having busy weekends. You're very booked up Mm -hmm. now that you have new roommates. You guys are just having a blast. Well, this is my girl gang weekend. Oh. Also. Oh, yes. My friends from college, and I'm super excited because one of them's engaged now, so I get to see her her new ring. Her new bling. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yes, they've been together forever. Mm-hmm. They've been going strong. So I'm excited. That'll probably be my good thing next week. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, I took Diesel for a walk because it starts to cool down now a little mm-hmm. bit. So I don't want to burn his paws. But I took him to the park by my house, and he was running around like a wild guy. Just so excited. Yeah, so happy. I love when they just run, like they jump around yes. like a deer or something. Well, that's a good reminder for a PSA for our listeners. Don't walk your dogs in the middle of the day in the heat. Their paws can get burnt. It's so much hotter for them. Mm-hmm. And they can have seizures if they're in the heat. It always bothers me when I see people when it's like in the mid 80s even and people are out walking their dogs and I'm like, oh my God, their dog, like the, yeah. his paws and you don't want to burn those paws and overheat them and um yeah wait till it cools down a bit Mm -hmm. I did go on a walk yesterday when I got home it was so nice and I didn't take the dog because I needed to get I needed to get the miles yeah and he can he wants to sniff every bush (laughs) (laughs) I remember what my pressing question was what so we might have to cut this out depending on your answer okay (laughs) (laughs) so I have had multiple people ask me or I'll be like, oh, yeah, I like Matthew. Matthew Matthew's my mom's favorite. And they all go, what? Matthew's your mom's favorite? And I'm like, yes. Matthew is totally your favorite. Matthew is going to be the one that I give him my dinner order to. And then he'll be like, mom, I, can you make <laughs> meatballs and rice? <laughs> I wouldn't. You would ask me something know. and I would do it for you. Yes. Uh, little miss. Uh, but I do think that, Matthew, you just have your soft spot for him. The soft spot yeah. for Matthew. I, I feel like with me, you're like, okay, girl, you got to get together. <laughs> and then with Matthew, you, you have a little bit softer of a spot. <laughs> you're laughing because you know it's true. I wouldn't say it's favoritism, <laughs> but I would agree where I'm just like, girl, you got to get together. You've always been a little more needy than he has as a as you've aged. He was more needy uh, as yeah, a child. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know He about was that. more needy as a child, and I hardly see him. Um, but if you asked me to bring something special, I would always do it or grab you something. Uh-huh, but I feel like you would be like, oh, Matthew wants something. <laughs> see where you're you're going with that you know what I mean because I I feel like if you treated this is what I said I was like I feel like if my mom treated me the way she treats Matthew we wouldn't have this relationship like because if I was like over indulging you but I don't overindulge him you don't overindulge him but I don't overindulge him but I think because I just very rarely see him or do things with him uh that when he does ask for something I was like oh my god he wants to yeah like spend time with me but even when he was like younger he would like work you he would well he works he can work his dad too but I feel like it's easier for me to work dad than it is for Matthew to work dad you guys do it in different ways for (laughs) sure he goes silent and you're like I baked you a cake So I just had to address that. Wait, so then were they shocked? Yeah, I was like, and then I said what I just said. Like, if we had the same, if if our relationship was different Uh and you treated me like Matthew, like, we wouldn't be. I think it's definitely different relationships for sure. But I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't say there's, like, favoritism. I feel like I treat you guys the same. Our favoritism in our family isn't 
favoritism like in other families like where it's very extreme yeah I don't know I just feel like I would make you well also you're more if you come over to the house and you're all oh let me make you a lemonade a sparkling so like you'll treat me whereas Matthew he would never be like mom let me make you a lemonade but he would be like oh mom let me take you out to lunch mm-hmm. I mean even though we go out to lunch but I'm just saying like the yeah. difference in it that that's what I'm saying too like it's just different it's ways. just different it's different yeah and then I think probably when, like, I love when you go places with me and stuff, but we do so much together. Yeah. That when he actually is like, oh, I'm going to come over and swim. I'm like, oh, my God, you're going to come over and swim? Cool. Yeah. I get to see you. No, I'm not, like, angry. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you're Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you guys have a really good relationship, yeah. too. Where you guys are really, like, that giving to one another mm-hmm. and loving. Right. And um, have fun. Yeah. Or, yeah, I think you guys are the same. And I think that there's just something with boys and their mamas. They're, yeah, they're and little. mamas and their sons. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Maybe there's something to that. <laughs> I don't know. Because we need to do um, an episode on, like, boy mom, mama's boys, like that new TLC show. Oh, well, or, my husband is definitely a mama's boy. Oh, at first, I thought you were talking about dad, and I was like, ah. oh, no, no. <laughs> but, yeah, yes. your husband is. He is a mama's boy. Like, he, he will, <laughs> he totally he, he, I mean, to the extreme, where it's yeah. like, he asks his mom to, if he asked his mom to bake him a cake, he she would bake him a cake, <laughs> bake him a pie, cut up his food. Like, but she's so caring to everybody. Uh-huh. Like, she would do it for anybody. Yeah. But he definitely will be like, Mama, can yeah. you? And I just crack up. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, last night we logged on to Disney Plus, and I saw the Fox and the Hound movie. Uh-huh. And so I started it, and I was like, oh, I used to love this movie. Todd and Copper. I'm Copper. <laughs> I'm Hound Dog. I'm Hound Dog. Yeah. Yeah. I are we trying to put this off talking about our anxiety? Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> I don't want to talk about I it. Know. Well, I think it's important to touch on because we I think more people are starting to experience it, especially mm-hmm. given what happened with the pandemic and now we're kind of going into somewhat of a recession a bit. Um and just the feeling and why and where it comes from. And kind of a lot of the things that I've seen or when I looked up, it basically comes down to, and it's so true, we learn it in elementary school, the the, uh, fright, what happens when you're frightened? So you you freeze, you fight, freeze, or run. Mm -hmm. And that's what your anxiety. So it's a natural instinct. It's a natural instinct. And it goes back to, like, in the days where we were running from lions. So it's protecting you, right? Your body mm-hmm. will sense something and, like, the anxiety or the fear. So you're either going to run from the lion, you're going to fight the lion, or you're going to freeze. Well, we're not out on the plains anymore, and we're not out in the mountains, and we're, like, in our offices, and we're in our, like, day-to-day. We're safe from predators. We're safe from predators. So then when we do have anxiety... And, like, let's say at work, like, if something happens and you immediately start to feel that anxiety, well, it's not like we're going to get up and go run or we're going to go fight or we're going to go do something to release those 
hormones or whatever is being released when you're feeling the anxiety. Mm -hmm. So it's just like building up in us and it's a buildup. So the def, I did write this down. The definition of anxiety is what we feel when we are worried, tense, or afraid. Things that are about to happen or what we think could happen. And the natural response when we feel that when we are under threat. So I'm terrible at this. Like I think about all the things and all the things that could happen. Mm-hmm. Or You're all the an things overthinker. That, overthinker, overanalyzer. And I would say I did not have anxiety really at all. And it, I got it. It was because my divorce was very traumatic for me. Mm-hmm. So after or when it was happening, that's when I experienced anxiety attacks and panic attacks and, and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it's like now it's a common thing that happens to me. Yeah. So people can experience something that then triggers intense anxiety from there on. Yes. So it actually... Um, I found it, I found something and it said that, um, you know, everybody's different and they experience it differently and experiences can trigger anxiety problems. So it could be a past or childhood experience, Mm -hmm. current life situation, physical or mental health problems or drugs and medication. So for me, it was the past traumatic experience of going through that divorce. It was a very traumatic experience for me. And then what happened was I started getting anxiety and then I also had like depression and then I was having panic attacks. And then ever since then, if something happens or if I have a buildup of stress or things are going on, like now that's my body's way of reacting, which is really crazy. Like why? It's so like it's triggering, mm-hmm. like something will trigger me and then I get the panic. Right. Or the anxiety. Yeah. And now do you think you've gotten better at knowing when you can feel it? okay, I know what it feels like and it's nowhere near what it felt like when I was going through that. Like Mm -hmm. that was like, if you're on a scale of one to 10, that was like a hundred, right? Now when I get it, I can either, I know what I'm doing wrong, like why? Mm -hmm. Or um, like how I'm not helping my anxiety better. Like if I'm not exercising to release it or something. Um, Recognizing it, it doesn't last as long now um medications Mm -hmm. help so they're like so a current life situation could be like your exhaustion or your buildup of stress which when I work myself so much and then I'm exhausted or I have stressful situations Mm -hmm. uh you can get it if you have lots of change or uncertainty so like those were two that I was feeling during my divorce feeling under pressure while studying or in work like we are all under pressure at work a lot of times right um long working hours which I've been experiencing you could be out of work so you're getting anxiety about that you could have money problems which that would cause a whole bunch of you know anxiety housing problems homelessness this one I thought was super interesting work and I will do it I am guilty of it worrying about the environment or natural disasters I have that in there too it's called eco-anxiety yes oh my gosh so when I watched that movie don't look up I told you you, I it sent me into like a spiral where it took me like two days to get out of this mindset because I was so stressed out about like climate change and our world and like all the damage that we're doing to our planet and I can't even think about it because it will stress me out. Yes. 
Well, I, you know, I think about it and I'm like, oh, we should be recycling more. We should be um, composting more. We should be doing all these things. And probably about a year ago, I listened to this podcast and they were talking about the natural, like when you have your menstrual cycle, mm-hmm. like instead of using like the traditional um, tampons or pads or whatever, they were talking about what was more eco-friendly or more environmental. And so after I listened to this podcast, I was all stressed out about, oh my God, this is, you know, once a yeah. month and all of the women that are out there and these are all the things. And I was like, effing let it go let it go like Mm -hmm. I cannot now hold the world's problems because we're over over uh creating creating these things like I'm a woman happens every month I gotta deal with it I cannot now worry about why I'm now producing something to our environment that's not good Uh eco-friendly so it's very easy to tailspin into that so I had to conscientiously just be like I obviously it's always in the back of my head and Mm -hmm. I think about it now because I've listened to that goddamn (laughs) podcast about it and I am not going to use those other ways like I'm not going to use it like there's underwear now and there's like the cups and it's just like I'm sorry I'm too old I'm not going to change my ways this is what it's going to (laughs) be So I can't take that on. That's not, that's one more thing mm-hmm. I cannot take on. It's almost like ignorance is bliss. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a huge one. That well, I don't get my period with my birth control. So it's, it's making up oh, for the people you that. You can offset me. Yeah, I'll offset you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All the people who can't. It, it, but again, it just, it, like you said, what is it called? The eco anxiety or clim- mm-hmm. climate anxiety? So sorry, listeners, we don't want you to take that on either. But I mean, I think too, if we could all help just a little bit. Right. It's about being more mindful and aware of like about just your plastic use and like reusing things if you can. Like I still buy plastic water bottles, but I also use clean canteens. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to do everything. Like, did I want to try the makeup wipes, the little like... Um, they're in replace of cotton pads to oh, take off your makeup. Like, yes. Did it work for me? No. <laughs> so it's just hard. You kind of have to like pick and choose. You know what gets to me now, which kind of gives me a like on and again on an anxiety level of one to ten. Does this give me slight anxiety? But it's like at a point five. Because again, I can't take this on. It's not. It's a bigger problem than just me. But when I go to the gym and they now have the wipes, <gasps> yes, and all of those wipes, and it's like mm-hmm. very disturbing. Yeah. But again, I there's going to be somebody brilliant out there that's going to figure out how to fix the problem. And guess what? It really comes down to uh, the who's making the money. Companies mm-hmm. are making money on this. This right. is not something that I can fix. Yeah. Um, you could be the most eco-friendly person in the world and it wouldn't offset what Coca-Cola Corporation is doing. Right. Or what Clark's wipes. Mm-hmm. Clark's the company. I don't know who's owned by them. Johnson so that anxiety, everyone can just let it go. Well, right. You <laughs> Be have mindful, to. obviously, about your trash and recycling and composting but you can't fix the world (laughs) and like here's like a little thing that I do so when I went to the gym before they had those wipes 
I always had a towel and I always like laid my towel down because people I mean you could wipe off the seats and stuff which I would try to like clean them off Mm -hmm. and stuff but I would always put my towel down so I one I didn't want people's germs so um, (laughs) anxiety over germs Um, so what I have started doing was and I think I saw this on it might have been on TikTok but it was a lady who she has a bucket under her kitchen sink and she just keeps like the the you know the white towel rags Mm -hmm. or whatever and she uses those to clean and wipe things down so then your paper towel use goes down Mm -hmm. and so I do have that under the sink and I have the wipes and I'll use those to wipe things down and that makes me feel better and Mm -hmm. it makes me feel like I'm offsetting my husband's use of paper towels because he loves paper towels yeah and like do I have Clorox bleach wipes in my house yes I do but I do not use them as much as I used to I now just use the simple green and then the wipe and then I wash all those in a load so yeah doing little adjustments can help your eco anxiety but you really just have to understand that it's not something you can fix so there's no reason to be anxious about it mm-hmm. but so, that is a hard one that's a hard one <laughs> and then another one like current life situations is feeling lonely or isolated which a lot of people that happened to during the shutdown like mm-hmm. they were very or lonely. even people that work from home mm-hmm. I noticed a huge change when I went from working from home to working in an office and it was an adjustment and a transition while I was going through it but now I can't imagine working from home and then there are some people that just thrive from working from home but that I'm not one of those people you're not one of those people well and we were talking about the other day when once we got let out (laughs) we forgot how to talk Uh uh-huh it was bizarre like you went to go when I remember I went to the restaurant for the first time and I was trying to order and I was like why are no because you're just my husband was gone all the time because he was an essential worker I was home by myself I only had the dog I wasn't talking to anybody right I felt delayed Mm -hmm. like my I, there was no Your cadence. Response. My delay time was took a little longer mm-hmm. when I was trying to speak after the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> and even, it's interesting, we just hired a new psychologist, and I was talking to her, and she was saying, because um, she's been working from home, I guess, mm-hmm. and she was like, I'm, I'm getting used to being around people again yeah. and talking. And I said, girl, I totally understand you. I yeah. exactly know what you mean because it takes a couple weeks to, to get back into mm-hmm. it. And also like approaching people like right when I worked from home, I would like go to the grocery store or do my nails or whatever. And it would like take a lot for me. I would have social, I kind of developed social anxiety. Like it would take a lot for me to like go up and talk to someone or go up and initiate and engage a conversation. And now it's normal again you're back to normal Mm -hmm. I mean I'll always have social anxiety where I'm like oh I don't want to call like I don't want to make this call but now it's not as hard and I don't know if I would necessarily be like oh I don't want to make this call like is that social anxiety or is that just like this is just on my task list of things I don't want to do yeah I think we talked about too remember when you one day we were going to work and you were like oh my god I just have this anxiety and the and I said think about it is it anxiety or is it excitement Mm -hmm. because excitement kind of gives you the same feeling as anxiety you could get the butterflies in your stomach you could kind of have a little bit of racing thoughts like your body your body like is and um, I hadn't felt excitement in (laughs) two years (laughs) yes so um that's also what I try to do is when it's 
when I'm in a place where it's not like out of control, I try to think like, is this truly anxiety or is this a, a different feeling that I mm-hmm. haven't got used to? I do kind of to circle back to the question you had for me um, about having anxiety post-divorce. I think there were so many years where I was like, I felt like I was um, just kind of above water. So I was constantly treading water. Mm-hmm. So I was like in survival, in a mode. survival mode, survival mode. I was constantly in flight, fight, doing all the things. And I think the, well, I think I know now it's like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm safe. I have a good job. I can pay my bills. Cause those were all unknown things. I yeah. wasn't working. I wasn't, I didn't, I had never been like when I say alone, like without your dad, um, life changes. And now it's like, no, I'm safe. Mm-hmm. I ha- I'm sheltered. I have money to pay my food. You and Matthew are good. Like I am good. Mm-hmm. So that feeling maybe sometimes I put too much on my plate because I'm so used to feeling that constant mm-hmm. struggle. And now I need to learn how to flex into or lean into it's okay. Mm-hmm. You can sit and relax. Cause even like, I always loved how when you would come home from college and you would, you would be so crazy with working, running around, studying, um, doing all the things at college and then you would come home and you would sleep for like three days Mm -hmm. I love that I was so I so admired your ability to do that because I'm so incapable of doing it Mm -hmm. and I like when I saw you napping I'd like put the blanket on you (laughs) and I'd be like do you want something do you want that like I just loved that you could lean into it Mm -hmm. I think I do a really good job with letting myself feel those feelings because even like every week if I am not feeling like I can go to the gym like sure there are sometimes where it's like oh, I don't really want to go but if I know in my heart that like I need to take a rest there's a difference between like needing a rest and needing to push through it I'll take that rest and also finding like what is triggering my anxiety what exactly is causing it and sometimes there isn't a cause and then I also let myself feel it so if I'm upset about something like I'll cry about it mm-hmm yeah you like to cry yeah and that releases so much (laughs) it it does it really does release like something in your body and I always feel so much better after and it's like no like I needed to feel it I needed to process those emotions and now I can move forward Mm -hmm. I'm a big crier which is another thing I think that I have learned from you because I think like I learned to not show emotions Mm -hmm. so it's like no I'm fine everything's fine I'm good everything's handled there's no problem here like it's all good and just recently I've like been telling myself you know it's okay to cry it's okay to cry Mm -hmm. and like you know there was some heart there was a couple weeks ago it was really hard for some things that happened in the family and even though I'm not close to it I still could cry and I could allow myself to cry for mm-hmm. my family and the tragedy and like knowing that I'm connected to them. And this, it, it's like a ripple effect. Not only does it affect the person directly, mm-hmm. but it affects the family on the outside and like the guilt, the mm-hmm. guilt that you feel like, oh, I wish I would have known. I wish I could have done something. I wish I could have been helpful. And, um, I allowed myself to cry and it just, it was a tragedy and it was a sad thing to cry about. And Mm -hmm. I let myself do it. And then 
I think I need to be better about letting my feelings out. I think it's just been more like, you know, oh, rub some dirt on it. You're fine. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't need to cry. Like, don't show emotions. So you're good at that. I admire the way that you handle your stuff. My emotions. Your emotions. (laughs) Because I think it's a good, healthy way to do it. Yeah. Um, I think... So with all those triggers or knowing, like, what might affect your anxiety, but also knowing, like, okay, what's a healthy way to deal with it? Mm -hmm. So, like I was saying, if your body has all those things inside of you that need to be released, like, if you can, go on a walk. Like, Mm -hmm. it sounds so dumb and simple, but, like, you need to get those... Mm -hmm. Again, I don't know if it's the hormones or whatever the chemical in your body is, you need to release it. Or I was talking to my therapist, not my therapist, the therapist here at work, but we were talking about anxiety and he was saying that like um, a lot of times, like if you, when you like try to send yourself, if you can tense up your body and like just hold your hands and fists or just tense up your body and all your muscles and tense it up and hold it and then release it and do that. It will help. Like, it oh, helps Oh, that's in. interesting. I'll have to try that. I know. And I thought, that makes sense. Because if you can't get out and, like, go and release mm-hmm. that, if you're tensing it up in your body and then you're releasing it, it in a sense, yeah. it's doing that. That makes sense. And I'll I, have to try that and let you know. <laughs> yeah. Try that and let me know. So, like, ways to deal with it. So, you can, like, sit and do that. I feel like... If, if you breathing exercises really help mm-hmm. with me I always at I get really anxious at night and I know that like if I'm up too late if I'm tired if I'm hungry or whatever like the sometimes you have to, to be yeah <laughs> sometimes you have to treat yourself like a kid like okay am I thirsty am I hungry do you need sleep do I have all those things like okay I need to go sleep I'm gonna put myself to bed and mm-hmm. in the morning I'll deal with it like you have to treat yourself like a little kid sometimes so I feel and I don't want to take the credit for it, but I feel like you and Matt had a really good, like, childhood of, mm-hmm. like, are you hungry? Are you tired? Mm-hmm. Are you fed? Like, what are your needs? Like, yeah. what are those needs that need to be taken care of? And Whenever I was having a hard time, you were like, well, are you hungry? Do you need a snack? Go drink some water. Do you need to go to the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, did you go poop? Yeah. That's what it is. Um, you're probably tired. Go lay down. And it's like anxiety it's almost you have to go back to like the root of you as a person like flesh and skin like how can I help my living organ before I can help my spiritual self Mm -hmm. it is it's taking care of those basic needs I guess Mm -hmm. but I mean and don't get me wrong I've been there where the anxiety like I have ended up in the emergency room because Mm -hmm. of a panic attack that it lasted hours and it it feels like you're having a heart it's horrible it's horrific Mm -hmm. and you know obviously when you're to that point like yes go get medical help yeah I passed out in the shower (laughs) (laughs) but you know if you can do like some simple things or even how I mentioned before like I got my coloring book and crayons like just Mm -hmm. take yourself out of it for a minute if you can try not to think like of all the the situations that could happen because right now this is the only thing that you can fix in this moment Mm -hmm. um listening to music petting your dog petting your dog or your cat giving them love yes that always makes you happy and also knowing, like, I think, was it last week? Yeah, last week I had Friday off. 
and um, one of my coworkers, he had reached out to me just, you know, to check in on me. Mm-hmm. And I just told him, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to about to lose it right now. Like, I just have too much because I had, you know, a house that was closing and the, all the other things. And I said, I just really need a pedicure. And he's like, go get a pedicure. Like, yeah. do not come back to work until you have that freaking pedicure. <laughs> and so I just sat there and the place that you have found, it's a hole in the wall, but they just they don't try to talk to me yeah they just do a great job on the leg massage I just got to be there and it takes a while for you to come off Mm -hmm. of that high of anxiety so I worked on that um I think it's important too um I love that all my friends are really understanding if we have something planned and I cancel on them last minute like I can't I have countless times my friends and I have texted each other before we're supposed to be like, I just can't today. Like I can't mentally do it. And they're like, Oh yeah, sure. No problem. Like Mm -hmm. next time. And having that understanding of like, Hey, it's like nothing about anyone else or you or anything like this is for me that I just can't, I'm not up to it today to go meet or whatever. And I was super, I wasn't nervous because obviously I know my friend like loves and cares about me, but I'm not going to run in the half marathon at the end of this month just because a lot of things came up and I haven't been training as much as I should. So you didn't have your coach Emily right by your side. Yeah, I didn't have my coach Emily. And so I was a little nervous to tell her and she was like, no, I totally understand. Like it's, I understand. Mm -hmm. And it's so nice to have friends that support that. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's generational? Yes. Because I have a, well, again, huh, Virgo, um, <laughs> I have a lot of guilt if I, like, feel like I cancel. Like, I have a friend where, I definitely have a friend where I, like, it gives me anxiety to even think if I had to cancel on her. And, like, her reaction or, Yeah, like, that is what, so stressful. It is so stressful. And then I think, like, oh, my gosh, like, a lot of my younger friends like they I mean I have friends that I could cancel on and they're my age or they're older but I think like is it generational like I feel like oh no I made these plans so I need to make sure that I stick with my plans and I follow through or is it just me I think that some people do have that mindset but people who have anxiety will be understanding Mm mm-hmm like, I would never, like, I wouldn't force someone to hang out with me if I know that they're having a hard time. Like, well, no, we made these plans. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? You're going to bail? Like, that's terrible. <laughs> and it's, another thing about anxiety, it's really hard for people who have never had it to understand it. Yes. They do not get it at all. Mm-mm. At all. Like, I mean, there's some people that are like, I feel for you. I understand. But, like, they're kind of like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, I, re- I worked with this one gal and it was, you know, I had a stressful job. I worked full time. I had you guys. And um, I was saying something about my anxiety or she had asked me about it. And she was very dismissive. And she was very, I remember like in the lunchroom when she asked me about it. And she was just like, well, you know, basically that's just made up. And you yeah. don't know how to deal with your shit and whatever. And um, she had a lot of issues herself later on you know and then she started dealing with anxiety Mm -hmm. and then she was like 
she kind of forgot how she treated me about that. Yeah. And it was always interesting, but I always was very kind because it's a very hard thing to deal with. It's very deb- Mine was very debilitating. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even hardly leave my house at certain points. Yeah. But I've now learned how to deal with it. And so um, even like my husband, he's never had like the anxiety or depression that I have had. So when I try to explain it to him, it's very hard for him to understand. He'll get, he has social anxiety. So he gets that, which is interesting. Cause I mean, we all have kind of social anxiety, but his is like more extreme. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? So yeah. I, I get it. I get when people just don't understand that feeling uh-huh. and it's really hard. But if you can just remember that it's an actual like it's internal it's a physiological thing that's happening in your um body and brain uh it's it's a hard thing to deal with i think also too celebrities that are in my generation are really open about anxiety and mental health so it's like we see our celebrities talking about yeah we see them talking about their anxiety and could they be doing it just to like relate to us or whatever but I think that is just not as stigmatized as it was Mm -hmm. it's more on an open platform Mm -hmm. yeah well and maybe too like I don't know like when you watch movies or you read a book and it's like back in the 40s or the 50s or whatever and then they're just like they're like oh well she's on like some kind of the medications they used to give back in the days they were like lithium and stuff like (laughs) hardcore like we don't do that anymore so um or like everybody was like had their cocktail before their dinner and their cigarettes and stuff and it's like you think about how there there's a generation out there that will have their nightcap or their yeah. cocktail after work. And maybe they think the medication is still like that. So if you are open about being oh, on that medication, yeah. they're like, oh, damn. Like, I know. You need a lot of help. <laughs> well, and too, I mean, even working in the behavioral health, like, there's a lot of people that have a lot of stigma of having medication mm-hmm. for this type of thing. And I think it's just getting comfortable about talking with it. Like, hey, you don't need to be on it forever, but maybe this will, like, just lean on it for a little bit. Yeah. And um, definitely talk to your doctor, especially if you're going to be taking, like, um, going off of it. Mm Because there's a lot of medications out there that you cannot do cold turkey. You need to be under the care of your doctor. But And um, medication should never be seen as a bad thing I tried to not get on medication for a long time for my anxiety and finally I was like I I need to I need the I need something else like it's not working and I think that everyone should give it a chance everyone should yeah uh yeah I mean some people just don't have it like Mm -hmm. and like I said I don't ever recall having it before my divorce Mm -hmm. I I mean like if I was late to something like that's normal like feeling that nervousness like oh my god I'm late I need to hurry up and get there what's interesting is when I was little I did have anxiety but they manifested more as migraines Mm -hmm. and now that I'm older I don't get migraines as much but I feel anxiety in different ways Mm mm-hmm well and yeah yeah I I can see what you're saying about that Mm -hmm. and you know like healthy ways to kind of deal with it and what you're what's kind of like triggering you or what you need to do to take care of it or like you said am I hungry am I thirsty do I need to go to sleep do I need to take a rest 
do I need to take a time out? <laughs> yeah, put yourself in a time put out. Put yourself in a time out. Um, we have to end this podcast because we're running out of time. Oh, wow. <laughs> that went by fast. I know, it did. But um, thank you for listening to us, and hopefully this episode didn't give you anxiety. It was better <laughs> once we started talking about it, but it is kind of a heavy personal thing to talk about. So reach out if you have anxiety. Yeah, if you <laughs> want to really, or if you want to let us know how you deal with it, mm-hmm. or um, kind of yeah, if you have any questions, please let us know. We're not doctors, um, so don't sue yeah. us if you <laughs> put yourself in a timeout. <laughs> if you put yourself in a timeout. No, we're always we're you know we just thought it was an important thing, and like I said, we or you said we were going to talk about it, and then we were like, uh, we we're just not feeling it. And yeah, I feel better now that I talked about it. I know I do too. I feel like we're I'm getting like, oh. anxious about talking about yeah. anxiety. <laughs> well. No, Hopefully, like, something helps you or resonates with you or mm-hmm. it was... Or, or if, if it doesn't, now maybe someone that you know that has anxiety, you can relate to them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Be there. Or just give them a hug. A mm-hmm. hug sometimes really helps. Yeah. Or a coloring book. Yeah. <laughs> or a Snickers bar. Or a pedicure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, thanks for listening to Not Sisters podcast. Like Taylor always says. I'm Taylor rate and review us oh yeah <laughs> i was like what do i always say <laughs> like and subscribe oh yeah like and subscribe rate and review i don't know what that means but go do it <laughs> thanks for listening and uh have a great weekend bye bye